Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, the DUP MLA, Jim Wales, is calling for a Northern Ireland referendum on abortion and same-sex marriage. You may be aware that a Parliament.uk petition has gathered nearly 9,000 signatures. At 10,000, the government will respond to the petition. At 100,000, it will be considered for debate in Parliament. You'd be aware, of course, that off midnight on the 21st of October just past, uh, abortion has been decriminalised and same-sex marriage is set to be legalised here in Northern Ireland. The first same-sex weddings in Northern Ireland are due to take place actually on St Valentine's Day. Uh, Jim Wells of the DUP is on the line. Jim, good morning. Good morning, Frank. What are you planning? What are you hoping to achieve, Jim Wells? Well, Frank, major changes to social policy in Northern Ireland would change within one hour in what only could only be called an ambush in the form of two amendments to a, a rather pedestrian bill uh, which went through the Commons in July. And without any consultation with the people of the province and with the opposition of all of the MPs who t- to take their seats at Westminster, we had radical changes in the protection of the unborn child and for marriage. And I think because of the, the unique uh, and very strange way in which this was done, the people of Northern Ireland should have a say. Now, obviously, at the moment, uh, the, the best place for that would be the Northern Ireland Assembly, but the Assembly isn't meeting. So therefore, I believe it's only correct that, as happened in other parts of the world, that the people of Northern Ireland get a chance to have their say in both issues. In two separate referenda, could I say, Frank, I wouldn't put the two issues on the one paper because people feel very differently about both. But I think that's democratic, I think it's fair, and it gives the people of Northern Ireland, many of whom are very, very frustrated about what is going on, a chance to have their say. You, you say the people of Northern Ireland, staunch unionists don't come any more staunch than you, Jim. Well, why not a UK-wide referendum? Because the, the, the situation is, is in the UK that issues which pertain to particular parts of the, 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 the kingdom have their own referendum. For instance, the Scots had a, a referendum on independence. And that's entirely fair because it, it directly affected them. Equally, the people of the northeast of England had a referendum on uh, some form of devolution, which they, which they rejected. So that there's precedent for this. I mean, the, the law has already changed in the rest of the United Kingdom, but there are people in Northern Ireland, particularly on the protection of the unborn child, who feel very, very angry that we have moved from being the most protective part of Europe as far as the unborn child is concerned to the most liberal all within one hour at Westminster with no consultation with the public. But you do accept if it was a UK-wide referendum, you would lose it by a massive majority. 
unfortunately, in GB, we've had the 67 Act, which has led to the death, Frank, of 9.1 million babies have lost their lives as a result of the 1967 Abortion Act. But we are different. There are many people in Northern Ireland who don't want abortion in demand in Northern Ireland, but at least they want to have a say. They want to have a say. And to rush something through in Parliament late at night, in less than an hour, and on the abortion, it was 17 minutes it took to push it through without any consultation. I mean, you could be in favour of abortion, Frank, and still support what I'm calling for because you believe that such an important decision should not be taken in 17 minutes late at night. How would your referenda work? How would you see it manifesting itself? Would we, would we maybe do it the same day as the general election? When would you see it happening? Well, ideally, Frank, it would be done at a time which costs the least amount of expense. Now, we don't know there's a suggestion of a general election on the 9th of December. I don't think it would be physically possible to run a referenda on the same, referendum on the same day. But it may be there could be other opportunities will arise. But this is a very, very important issue. And remember, in the Irish Republic... Um, they ran referenda on both um, uh, on separate days, as it turned out, and this, this has happened elsewhere in Europe. So what, what I'm asking for is not radical. There's also legal provision that the Referenda Act of 2000 enables this to happen. And I think the questions could be quite easily framed by the Electoral Commission. But be realistic about it, this will not happen in December. Uh, I think we're, we're talking sometime in 2020. Uh, do stay with me, uh, Jim Wells, please. Rachel Woods is from the Green Party, very much a pro-choice party. Rachel Woods, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Uh, can you see any benefit in having a referenda on these two issues? Because it's not just Jim Wells, there are a lot of voices from all corners of the community, many of whom would disagree with Jim Wells on practically everything else that Jim Wells does, but they agree with them on this. Well, I think the point is that we should not be having referendum on human rights. And this is just another example of Mr. Wells being highly insensitive and another example of fighting against change that is coming, scaremongering people in Northern Ireland, and it's just a last-ditch rearguard action from people like Jim. We need to push on now and allow women to access services here in Northern Ireland from next year, as was came in last week. As he said, referenda did exist in the Republic of Ireland, and the issue was the same. The issue was, it doesn't mean that it was right to, to have a referendum on human rights issues. I think the people in Northern Ireland have been very clear. We know that a majority of people wanted a change in the law, um, example of which in the Northern Ireland Life and Time Survey. So, Jim, again, as I just step on this one, uh, and this is not a new uh, new conversation, the public conversation has been on for some time. It wasn't without prior warning and without any, any consultation. Lobbying on this issue has been on for years. Uh, we've had many surveys stemming back before 2016 on this issue. So people in Northern Ireland have been talking about it and are supportive of it. Do you not fear that you would win the referendum on same-sex marriage but you'd lose it on abortion in Northern Ireland? No, again, this is just coming back to the point that there shouldn't be referendums on human rights and it's not about a win or lose. This is this is equality, equity and human rights issues and we shouldn't be putting that up for debate. Jim Wells, you're hearing what uh, Rachel's uh, saying. I'll allow you to make your point as opposed to me making them for you. Well, obviously this lady's extreme, as Stephen Agnew was. What about the human rights of the 9.1 million human beings who have had their lives terminated in England as a result of abortion on demand? Do those 
human beings have no human rights. The Green Party totally ignore that what we're dealing with here are human beings. Human beings, 98.7% of whom had no physical deformity or not the result of sexual crime, who had their lives terminated cruelly through abortion and demand in Britain. And yet the human rights demands were everybody else except for those vulnerable people. Secondly, the Green Party and the Irish Republic were very enthusiastic participants in both referenda in the Republic. So therefore it's a wee bit hypocritical to be out there campaigning on the wrong side to the say on both counts in the Republic and yet deny the people of Northern Ireland the right to have their say in these matters. I mean that's absolute hypocrisy. But I ask the Green Party, MLA, do the unborn human beings have any human rights? Well, Jim, first of all, my name is Rachel. It's nice, nice, nice Rachel, to talk to you. It's not we, just the Green Party, we, we MLA. But it's complete. Rachel, so I, I don't know you. Uh, we that's okay. Um, I forgot your name. No, we haven't. Hold on, hold on. Let's not have a row over who's calling who what. In fairness to Jim Wells, he may not have known your name, Rachel, and he said he called you the Green Party representative. So uh, to, to try and answer his question without having a row about him about his presentation. Certainly will. It's complete nonsense and it's very unhelpful what Jim is saying. What about the rights of women that do not want to continue their pregnancy? What about the thousand women that travel outside of Northern Ireland to have an abortion? Do you want to lock these women up? What would you have them done? Do you want to continue to export health issues? We, uh, you know, we have to look at what the services that we have here for women in Northern Ireland who are having but currently but, you know, plane tickets, boat tickets, mostly travel alone, having to deal with health professionals that are not known to them, be in a different place, not comfortable them, then come home. But mind, before uh, last, last week, don't talk to the GP about it because you could end up in court as a criminal. Now, I'm glad to see that a woman was acquitted who was persecuted for buying online abortion pills for her daughter. But is this the sort of society that Mr. Wells would like to see in Northern Ireland? Well, all, you, you refused to answer the question, did the 9.1 million people who were killed in the womb in Britain since 1967, do they have any human rights? And your answer is no, they don't. There's no human rights for the unborn child. And I think many people in Northern Ireland, even in North Down, feel very strongly about this issue. And do they not have a right, as they had in any, many other parts of Europe, to have a say in such a major change in social policy in Northern Ireland? Why have the Greens taken part in referenda all over Europe on these issues, but are denying the people of Northern Ireland the right to do that here? But Jim, this is not a, this is not about uh, this, this is not about referenda and who takes part in things. This is about choice. This is about a human right. It is also about choice for women. It is not up to you to decide how somebody else chooses. And it is a choice that we must give to those who need it, whether they decide to or not. At the end of the day, if you do not want an abortion, you do not have one. But it, the option needs to be there for women that do. And what about the 100,000 people whose lives have been saved in Northern Ireland as a result of the fact that we didn't have the 1967 Act? Some of them even voting for the Green Party in North Down. Some of them probably even demanding abortion on demand. We have saved the lives of so many people who are making a very positive contribution to our society because we didn't have this birth control in the form of abortion. And no one ever remembers the rights of the unborn child. A 24-week baby who's killed outside the womb that is murder a 24-week baby who's killed inside the women's, women's health care. I mean, that is nonsense. And the people of Northern Ireland have a right to have a say on this issue. But do they have had a say? It's been very clear, that, and we have to look just at the most recent Life and Time survey, that the majority of people in Northern Ireland did want to change in this law. 
Well, well, fifty. The, the recent opinion polls showed that fifty-seven percent didn't. But nobody had demanded the radical change that means that you can kill the unborn baby up to twenty-eight weeks. I mean, that is the most liberal form of abortion that Europe has. Nobody foresaw that we were going to have this type of policy and the vast majority of people are appalled, particularly health workers. And I have family friends who are health workers and they're saying the obscenity is that they could be frantically trying to save the life of a 24-week baby in one ward of a hospital. Meanwhile, down the corridor, they're killing a 25-week baby. I mean, this is absolutely diabolical situation we find ourselves in. The form of abortion that we have is so liberal and will cause enormous difficulties to many medical professionals who want nothing to do with it. And of course, there's no protection for those people in this legislation. This is a radical change which is far outweighs any of the demands that were being made even by the pro, pro-abortion lobby. Well, Jim, I'll just correct you there. We actually don't have anything at the moment. We don't have liberal laws. We have decriminalisation, and that's great. But it's actually working out the regulations at the moment. So we have the consultation. But I trust women, and I also trust our medical professionals to take guidance and procedures that are agreed and apply it properly. So you think it's great that six-and-a-half-month-old babies in the womb can have their lives terminated in Northern Ireland from now on? You, is that something that you want to celebrate, that that can happen? When, when you, uh, the Green Party, are supposed to respect human rights, but not human rights for the unborn, and those people are very much human. Jim, 90% of abortions across the UK happen before 24 weeks. So what we believe is that it's a matter between a woman and her medical professional and they should happen as early as possible or as late as needed. It's not about, you know, it's not about this scaremongering that you keep, you keep spouting off here. That's not what's happening. The, the average woman in England having an abortion is age 32 in a long-term stable relationship and already has two children. These are not crisis pregnancies. These are inconvenient pregnancies. These are pregnancies which get away in the way of career prospects or job opportunities or the mother is just too busy. We're not dealing in the vast majority of cases with a 16-year-old's crisis pregnancies. Abortion in the rest of the UK is being used as a convenient form of contraception. The vast majority of these children are fit and well. And the sad thing is in Northern Ireland, there are six married couples waiting to adopt every unwanted baby in Northern Ireland. Six married couples desperate to adopt children. So there is a a loving home for every child that's born in Northern Ireland. But you want the abortion industry to move in and to make mass profits killing Northern Ireland's unborn children. I actually don't think that's what we're talking about here at all. We're talking about the right to choose. And as I said earlier, it is not up to you to decide how somebody else chooses. Just one, well, fi- just one final, final point, because obviously there's a clear blue water be- be- between uh, both of you in relation to ho- how you, you view it. But Rachel, considering that Jim Wells will have many people listening to the radio from all walks of life who will be fully supporting him, and you will have many people from all walks of life fully supporting you listening to this, this radio programme, uh, and you are so divided on it, this is the important bit, you're so divided, is there not an argument for asking the public what they think. No, I, I don't agree because, I, as I said earlier on, we should not be having referendums on human rights at uh, all. And Jim, Jim Wells, ju- 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 yeah, but just on that, ju- just on that, Jim, uh, that point from Rachel. Everywhere else, 
in the, the Republic of Ireland, Scotland, Wales and England. Everywhere else is in tandem with Rachel to some extent. Whereas Northern Ireland, you're wanting Northern Ireland to be completely out of step. And women who believe they need an abortion or want an abortion will not be able to get it here, but they can get it everywhere else close by by making a journey to get it. So wh- wh- why, would, why would we put local women under that additional pressure? Well, well first of all, I'd like to remind uh, that in other European countries, the Greens have taken part enthusiastically on, uh, in, on referenda on these issues. But they're going to deny it to the people of Northern Ireland. Secondly, no other European country has now the radical extreme abortion legislation that we have, which means that there's no criminalisation of abortion, and you can abort a child that is six and a half months old. I mean, those who are in the medical profession would say the chances of that child not being born healthy at six and a half months is practically nil. And yet we are out there with a law that can kill that child. People will move to Northern Ireland, come to Northern Ireland to avail of our very liberal laws. Now, that was not what was envisaged by those who are calling for a change in the legislation. And surely it is democratic for the people of Northern Ireland to have a say. And I will abide by the decisions. If they decide they want to go down this route, it will be despite a lot of lobbying from me and many others, but at least on a democratic society, they have a right to choose. And I am surprised that the Greens are standing in the way of the the right to choose for people who are opposed to abortion. And she still has not answered the question, do the Greens have any interest whatsoever in the human rights of the unborn child? And the answer seems to be absolutely no. Okay, Jim, I'm going to give uh, Rachel the final word because you got the the, the first word on it. I appreciate your input uh, to the uh, programme. Um, uh, Rachel Woods uh, from the, the Green Party. It is an emotive topic. There is no question or doubt about that. And uh, I'll allow you to conclude. Thank you. No, well, I completely agree with you. It is an emotive topic, but there is no room for this abortion on demand um, narrative that we, we so uh, commonly see uh, from people like Jim. Uh, it's complete nonsense. It's unhelpful. We, we really need to consider the rights of, rights of women who are in pre- do not want to continue with pregnancy and who have already been travelling outside of Northern Ireland to have abortions. And we really, really need to consider their needs and their feelings. And it is always about choice. And it is not up to anybody else to choose how someone else's sex. Okay, Rachel Woods from the Green Party, Jim Wells from the DUP, uh, thank you indeed. You can let us know what you think. You can tell from the conversation that it's really about the abortion. If it was to go to a referendum, we're more or less accepting that same-sex marriage would pass easily at a referendum level in Northern Ireland. But the issue of abortion... Are you much closer on that in terms of numbers for and numbers against? And if it did go to referenda, would it be would it be an insult to women because it would be taking away their obvious human rights? There would be a, a referendum on human rights as opposed to a referendum on whether or not we should have abortion legislation. So. Uh, Do let us know, are you in favour of what Jim Wells is calling for? The referendum, he's looking for one on abortion, he's looking for one on same-sex marriage as well. And uh, Rachel Woods is saying uh, no to uh, either a referenda. Uh, 02890-33105-077-665-105. Your opinions are always uh, very welcome, of course, here on the U105 phone-in. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. 
That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.